Welcome to another PI World podcast. This is an audio-only version offered as another way to enjoy our great content. A full video version can be seen on piworld.co.uk, where you can find many more videos of interest to investors. I'm here today with Made.com CEO Nicola Thompson and CFO Adrian Evans to discuss the full year 2021 results. Nicola, congratulations on your appointment, CEO. A fascinating time to be leading the business. What are you excited about and what's your strategic vision for Made? Thanks, Tamsin. I'm really honoured that the board has the confidence in me and I'm really looking forward to taking on this challenge. When I joined the MAID business two and a half years ago, I did so because I had a deep belief that MAID had the potential to be a winner in this sector. And I believe this even more so today. Brands that target and drive high levels of engagement and loyalty within a defined audience have long been winners in the fashion and sports sector. And we believe that our customers are looking for that in their homes as well. The digitally native brand that MAID's built around our mission of making great design accessible, combined with its efficient operating model, has the capacity to drive fantastic value for shareholders and customers alike. And I'm really excited to tell you more about how we've progressed on our journey of building the leading digitally native lifestyle brand in home today. I really believe in our strategy and I co-created it with the exec team and board. I'm highly confident it's going to ensure MAID captures significant market share and delivers our aspiration of a 1.2 billion gross sales business by 2025. The strategy is based on executing against our experience through lead time improvements. We're targeting three to four weeks by the end of half one, creating innovative user experiences that are effortless and personalized, as well as service proposition enhancements, for example, in delivery and payment options. Secondly, through choice, by building our continuity ranges and delivering differentiation through newness in our vertically integrated made brand, and through growing our curated marketplace model, where we work with hard-to-find designer makers globally, giving them access to made's design-loving millennial audience. On reach, we'll be building our brand and performance marketing collateral, especially in our key European markets, as well as enhancing and optimizing our SEO coverage and capture, and accelerating our reactivation and retention programs. This is all executed with an ethos of sustainability. We've always operated with sustainability in mind. Operating a vertically integrated model means that we have full control over each element of our supply chain, and therefore we have very low wastage, and we have people on the ground at our suppliers, and we have full control over our raw materials. We've accelerated our sustainability journey, reducing packaging, increasing the use of fully traceable raw materials and offering customers circular options for their old products. We have clear targets over the next few years and we'll do even more to define the longer term journey throughout this year. This is supported by mid-term market tailwinds in a sector that's still undergoing significant channel shift and is forecast to grow as a whole. All of this is done against our proven, cost-efficient, low-capex model with structural negative working capital. We have detailed plans, KPIs, and a really strong team in place to deliver against all of our strategic plans, which are all extensions of what we have done in the past. Taking all of this together over the medium term, we think that our internal drivers give us around 20 points of growth per year, and the market gives around another 10 points. What gives us the confidence behind this ambition is our use of data. Data really is at the heart of our business, and it has been since its inception. 
Our data platform is strong, but we will be investing heavily in IT and tech over the coming 12 to 24 months to ensure that we maintain competitive advantage in this area. A deep understanding of our customers really is at the heart of MADE. We really understand our customers and everything starts with them. We obsess about them, we love them, we are them, and MADE is made for them. And in return, they love us. Our core target customer group is a design curious 20 to 40 year old, most typically the urban high achiever. We are 100% focused on this group and not apologetic at this. We're not everything to everyone, but we are amazing for our target group. Why are we laser focused on this group? They're a large and homogenous audience to talk to and have high average incomes. They have much more in common with each other in each of the markets that we operate compared to the same size audience in one market. And this allows us to focus our marketing efforts and drive high levels of efficiency and first time order profitability. It helps to shape our pricing, our product development, our range expansion strategies effectively. It shapes and defines our brand positioning and tone of voice ensuring that we are consistent across all of our customer touch points, which in turn drives high levels of engagement and brand affinity. It also ensures that we can really leverage a consistent data set across channels and markets, creating agility and responsiveness within our media mix and spend. Across our core markets of the UK, France and Germany, we still have significant headroom for growth within our core audiences. Even in our most mature market, Within our urban achiever segment, we still have only 28% penetration. And outside London, where our key opportunity lies in the UK, this number is even lower. In our thriving family segment, which makes up around 35% of made sales, and they're typically based in commuter areas outside key cities, we have almost imperceptible levels of penetration outside of the UK, despite the fact that we are already delivering in excess of 35% year-on-year growth out of these markets. This talks to the fact that the opportunity is huge without requiring us to dilute our focus away from our design-loving 20 to 40s audience. Adrian, 2021 has been a complex year. What are the key financial highlights for MADE? Yes, Tamsin, 2021 has been a complex year, but one in which MADE has delivered significant growth and demonstrated the flexible nature of our business model. Thinking about things within our control, we've definitely delivered against our promises. Gross sales growth of plus 38% year on year, which was plus 78% on a two year basis. This was supported by strong customer metrics with active customers growing 26% year on year to 1.3 million, rising repeat order mix continuing with more than half of UK orders now repeat orders, and with average order value improving 8% compared to 2020. Net revenue grew 50%. We also delivered operating cost leverage on distribution, marketing, and central costs, with a total of more than 500 basis points improvement across our operating cost lines as a percent of revenue. Of course, we bolstered our balance sheet following our successful IPO midway through 2021, and we've ended the year in a really strong financial position with 107 million of net cash. Ultimately, we've built a really flexible business model and this shone through in 2021 with the challenges that consumer businesses have had to navigate. But there were some things that were outside of our control and adversely affected financial performance. 
The global supply chain disruption meant our deferred revenue ended the year higher than expected at £56 million. We'll deliver and recognise the revenue and profitability on these orders during 2022. Gross margin was impacted due to the dramatic increase in freight costs across the market, which every business has been challenged by. Excluding freight, our underlying gross margin was up 200 basis points. If freight costs had been at 2020 rates, we would have reported £33 million of extra profits. We have set our gross margin structure in a way which means it will normalise as we move through the year, positioning us well for our mid-term expectations. Overall, we are really pleased with our operational progress and the strong set of financial results we delivered last year. Nicola, what have been some of the more operational and strategic achievements in 2021? And what are the areas of focus for the year ahead? Thanks, Tamsin. One thing that's so exciting about MADE is that we're super focused on our strategic plan and move at pace. 2021 was a complicated year due to the supply chain disruptions, but despite that, we have a lot to be really proud of. In terms of our 2021 achievements, on experience, we made radical progress on underlying improvements in lead time, only for global supply chain disruptions to mask this from customers, but this is coming through rapidly now. On choice, we had great success with newness across all categories. Garden furniture and upholstery were real standouts during the year, and success with newness sets up future continuity winners. We ended the year with over 8,000 SKUs in stock. On reach, we had a record year on new customer growth, taking the closing active base to 1.3 million customers, while also increasing repeat order mix to 44% of sales. Over the last couple of months, we've had a series of hit squads focused on ensuring operational excellence and clearing up some of the legacy issues around customer service due to all of the supply chain disruptions. I've been extremely proud of how the business has responded, and we've now resolved over 90% of our outstanding orders from 2021. Our operational KPIs around on-time delivery have been at target for January and February orders. Finally, on sustainability, we set a broad suite of targets across the business, which we've hit, and we will continue to be ambitious on our sustainability targets going forward. For 2022, our focus for the year ahead is more of the same. On experience, we will deliver a three to four week average lead time during H1 this year, with further improvements to come during half two. You'll also start to see further improvements for the customer in delivery tracking and personalization of the site experience. On reach, we'll be pushing hard on customer acquisition and anticipate all of the great work around experience improvement will continue to drive repeats. Some really smart work behind the scenes on SEO will support even more efficient customer growth as we look to ensure that MADE is increasing its visibility across a much broader set of keywords. On choice, the homewares marketplace will continue to ramp up as we accelerate onboarding of like-minded brands. SKU count will see similar levels of growth in 22 as in 21. Adrian, what's the outlook for the year ahead? Well, Tamsin, that's a harder question than normal, I think. We have strengthened our business further going into the year with the great strategic progress that Nicola talked about earlier. We're extremely confident about taking significant market share again in 2022, just as we did over the last number of years but we recognise that visibility is lower than normal at the start of this new financial year. As we see things, the market is facing three challenges. 
what will happen with consumer confidence, how supply chains will continue to normalize, and related, how supply costs will move, and in particular, freight rates. These will evolve over the course of the year, and we have a real flexibility in our business model to adjust depending on how the macro environment develops. Our medium term guidance of around 30% growth per annum, taking us to 1.2 billion pounds plus growth sales by 2025, is made up of two components. Firstly, the benefit of all the strategic initiatives and fundamental update to our proposition that Nicola referenced, which drive around 20% growth per annum, and market growth. Market forecasts all expect online penetration to increase from the current level of around 17%, following the kind of pattern seen through other consumer segments. So the markets that we operate in today will see around £7 billion of demand shift online. This channel shift adds around 10% growth per annum to 2025 above our proposition developments. 2021 was an above average year for the market due to many factors including COVID and fiscal retail closure. Therefore, we expect minimal tailwind from the market in 2022. But you could expect this to pick up in future years, particularly when you consider the highly fragmented market we operate in and the challenges faced by smaller players. So today, that means we expect gross sales of between 500 to 540 million pounds for 2022. We'll unwind more of our deferred revenue as lead times continue to improve which will mean our net revenue will grow faster than gross sales again in 2022. At this point in the year, I'd expect the difference to be around 10% additional revenue growth compared to gross sales growth in the year. By the end of the year, our gross margin will be back to the corridor needed to achieve our 2025 margin ambitions. And we currently expect adjusted EBITDA of between five to 15 million pounds for 2022. Regardless of what happens with the macro, with our clear strategic priorities, significantly enhanced service proposition and robust balance sheet, we're very confident in gaining market share and continuing to improve the fundamentals of our business. And Nicola, have you got anything to add? We feel the brand's in a great position to step forward our market share significantly in 2022. We've got a strong balance sheet set for growth and are geared up for delivery of our strategy. PI World videos and podcasts are for general information and interest. They do not constitute any kind of recommendation or inducement to buy shares of any company. PI World is not offering any kind of financial advice and nothing in our material should be taken as such.